Hi, y'all. It's Dana just coming at you to let you know, since you're listening to older podcasts and maybe you haven't heard yet, I now train and certify decluttering coaches in my no mess decluttering process. Go find out if there is a coach who is near you who can help lead you through the decluttering process. Go to declutteringcoaches.com. That's my website. Everyone listed there is trained and certified by me. We now have coaches all over the world. If there's not somebody near enough to you that they can come and help you in person, most of our coaches also offer virtual coaching. And that has helped a lot of people be very successful in working through their clutter. If you are interested in becoming a decluttering coach, go to declutteringcoaches.com, find out about taking the decluttering coach training course and find out what it means to then pursue certification. All right, now go enjoy the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out my own ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Um, I am also the author of Decluttering at the Speed of Life and How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. Okay, this is podcast number 300. <laughs> Can y'all even believe <laughs> this has been going on for 300 podcasts? But hey, here we go. And we're going to keep on going from here. I have a special guest today who is my husband, Bob. And some of y'all have sent in questions. And we're going to answer the ones we feel like answering. So I before we get started on that, though, I did want to let you know, um, because I know a lot of times y'all will... um participate in this. Okay. Which, um, is get organized HQ. Okay. So get organized HQ is a thing that comes every fall. It is free to watch the sessions. I have a session. So I'm telling you when mine is, it's free to watch them for 24 hours after they go live. So to do the free version, go, just go to a slob slash HQ. And that will give you my link to get there. And then that way you can sign up for the free ticket and you're going to have a dashboard to know when the different sessions are. Mine is on September 13th in, I think it's either 10 or 11 Eastern or Central, whatever. Anyway, but it's there on your dashboard. And then also when you get your free ticket, then you also are able to, um, you get an email with each day's like, these are the sessions that are coming today, whatever. Okay. So anyway, the reason I want you to go through my link is that if you happened to decide at some point that you wanted to buy an all access pass, which I'm not promoting because I'm all about the free, right? Um, anyway, but if you did decide you wanted to buy the all access pass, then I want you to have gone through my affiliate link. So I get, you know, money anyway, but it is a, it's a great thing because it is free, you know, and y'all know I love free stuff. Okay. So let's talk to my honey. Here he is. All right, here we go, Bob. 
Are you ready to be on the podcast? Yes. Is this live? Uh-huh. No, it's not. We're on video right now. Sure, back on. Okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay. Um, all right. So we have some questions that came in. Um, so this is the 300th podcast. I already mentioned this, but I did this when I hit the hundredth podcast, cause I was like, what can I do to kind of make it special? And so I was like, Oh, I'll have Bob come on it with me. And then we hit the 200th and I was like, what can, Oh, I'll just do that again. Well, now it's tradition. So here you are. Um, it's great to be here. Happy 300th episode. Thank you. Okay. So let's ask some of the questions that we have. So the question is, does your husband this is somebody asking me this. Does your husband help keep the routines going? Did he always? I'm going to let you answer because, I mean, I've talked about this before. But let's let's hear your answer for that and see if it matches all the things I've said about you that you've probably never listened to. So do, how do I help get keep the routines going? I don't know that I do per se, but I will support when it's time. I'm not usually the one that does the five-minute Pick up. You're the one that will do that. Um, laundry. Now, I guess I will do the laundry. I will get bring things out. But uh, I think I just pretty much play along when it's time to do the routine. Well, I think one of the things I talk about a lot is that you were always good at, I mean, you lived on your own. And so you knew how to run a dishwasher. You knew how to do laundry, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you would do laundry or dishes, but because there was no routine in the house, it was kind of like one load of dishes or one load of laundry barely made a dent, which makes it feel futile. But once the routine of, okay, if we will run the dishwasher at night, the kitchen's going to stay under control. Then you started to make sure that the dishwasher runs at night or whatever. So the existence of a routine was very helpful. Do you remember that? I know it's been like 10 years, 12 years, I think this year. But I mean, do you think that's true that just the existence of a routine is helpful for you in being able to know what to do? It's not just something brand new. What it, I think is it adds some credibility to the process when there really is a routine, not just, okay, I really mean it this week. We're going to do it this week. That there actually is a routine in place, and that's the expectations that we follow the routine, and we see the results of the routine. So def definitely, it's good to have that in place. Otherwise, it just, I don't think, it, like I said, it's meaningless, doesn't carry any weight if, if it's not really in place, and we all buy into it. Yeah, because I mean, that was my own personal story, was like, what is the point of doing dishes when the house is still such a disaster? But as routines helped me. They also helped a lot with my family coming in on that. Okay. What are your tips or tricks for getting a spouse on board with this whole decluttering and desopification? You have anything profound to say? Uh, not really, but I think it's anything. You have to lead by example. You have to maybe do it when nobody else is. And then hopefully there's also some results. Uh, I don't know that that will always get everybody to buy in, but um, you may have to just be on your own for a while. And I don't think that's the goal is it just relies on one person, but one person may be the one that has to 
has to set the pace. This is what we're doing. And then to show, um, show the results of it. Is that what I did? I think you just like yelled a lot until we finally did it. So <laughs> I think, I think you know, that's what you did. Yes. I, I can't remember. You're just, it's been a while. You're just really nice and we all want to make you happy. So <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. No, it's hard because. You know, I had a podcast, um, I think it was last spring, and I know that this is not a popular thing to say because it's the title of that podcast, and it has like the lowest downloads of any of my podcasts, and it's um, getting started is not a team effort. Like, the getting going is not a team effort, and I think I had tried many times to say, okay, I figured it out. Let's all start now, everybody. Like, what was your reaction when I would do that, like, hey, I have this new thing I read about, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing this all the time. I remember actually, when we first got married. And um, we we're in an apartment for two years. And the second year, I think I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe that my house is such a disaster. I thought it was going to be easy. Once I was married and had a real apartment and all this. And I remember saying, I think I'm going to, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to clean every night for 30 minutes. This is what I'm going to do. And you were like, 30 minutes? That's a long time. <laughs> like, can you remember what your reaction was to all my like big plans like that when I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to change everything. Like, what were the kind of things that would go through your head when I would be like, you know how we've always lived? Well, guess what? Starting tonight or Okay, honestly, tomorrow. Morning. Okay, fine. In three days. Starting then, everything is going to change. Like, what were the thoughts that went through your head? I'm having a hard time remembering many of those, just to be honest with you. But I think even now it's a joke that when we get our master bedroom, all, actually, when you get it all nice, neat, and clean, we always laugh and go, let's just keep it this way. And then we never do. But um, so there's always plenty of material. But I don't really recall those all those efforts. I'm just going to be honest with you. When you said, I don't remember the 30 minutes a night thing. Cause man, that would be a beating 30 minutes a night. I mean, the five minute pickup wears me out. So, <laughs> okay. um, I don't feel like I'm answering this question very well. I, I, it's, it's tough because some of those things are hard to live up to 30 minutes a night. I don't know of anybody that does that. Oh, I'm sure there are people. I'm sure there are. And I'm sure there are wonderful people too. But I mean, goodness, that's, that's, that's major. If you think about 30 minutes a night cleaning their house or straightening up, I mean, I don't know, maybe some people do that and they have to because of their situation, but I don't know. Well, I think the, the real issue to me was just that I had no clue and you could tell I had no clue. And, and anyway, so that, I I don't know, it's a tough thing, but the reality is you have to go ahead and get started and then. Can you remember when you started to get on board? Like when you, this is tough, y'all. It's been 12 years. I mean, I, th- I think the, as I believe one of your books talks about doing the dishes and the five minute pickup. When I saw that, that's, that's when I got on board. And when, um, when you saw that I was already doing it, not talking about doing it, but when you saw that it was happening. Yes. And the fact that that's just for, at some point, that's just what we did. And and when the kids would, when you would set the kitchen timer for five minutes to do the five minute pickup and, and they would do it. And it was amazing 
what what that would accomplish and getting I think it might also have something to do with our when we would have our our home group at our house and getting ready for that was not a was not a crisis every time people were coming over we could we could actually have people in our home every Sunday night and it not it not just throw our whole worlds upside down trying to get ready for that so I think that's when I think the fact that we could almost be like normal people having people over every week uh, I know that's what I know that's one thing that made a big impact is that when we had the life group in our the home group life group thing in our house so and seeing the actual impact of what it was and how it and I think that you know as someone who has to yak on and on and on and still convince people that the five minute pickup really does make an impact before they'll actually try it. Like what I hear you saying is it was a lot more effective for me to just do a five minute pickup and you to go, wow, that really did make a difference as opposed to trying to convince you, Hey, a five minute pickup would make a big difference because even I wouldn't have believed that. Like I wouldn't have believed how big of a difference it could make. Um, but seeing it is, is key. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Um, okay, here's one. Is there anything 
that you wish you could declutter for your spouse currently? So I guess this is anything of mine that you wish you could declutter. That's a hard, that's a hard question. Cause I know you many times have decluttered your closet and you will get in there and do a good job. There are some things in the garage, these random, of course I have a few of those too, but there's some random items out there that I'm not sure what all is in there that I think that'd be great if we could declutter that. There's just some boxes and some suitcases and some containers with things. That one of those suitcases has a um, ventriloquist dummy in it. Then why are we not playing with that 30 minutes every night? Since we don't clean 30 minutes every night, we could play with that for 30 minutes every night. I don't get it. Um. Yeah, the... There's definitely stuff out in the garage that, I mean, really needs to go. And I see your stuff that needs to go and you see my stuff that needs to go. And that's, that's pretty, pretty normal. Let's talk about you. um, Oh, here. I think this next question will actually kind of get to this. Does your husband ever wish that things could go back to how they were before I became a decluttering expert? Well, no, this is. This is our life now, so no, I, I you are. I, I think you definitely seem happier, and your your home does not give you despair. I think like it did previously, and bring you down and hurt, and possibly hurt your self esteem. Um, I don't know, am I allowed to say self esteem on here? But you know, just I think that used to just kind of just kind of beat you down, knowing you couldn't keep up. Could whatever you were doing wasn't working, so it was always something you would you would struggle with. So no, I don't want to. Um, and I mean, and we didn't do things like this. We didn't make podcasts. So <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want to go back to not making podcasts anymore. So every hundredth podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. Can we talk about you cleaning out your closet the other night or the other day? Sure. How did you do it? And then what was my reaction and what was your reaction to my reaction and go. Okay. I- all I really did was try to organize some clothes that had piled up on top of a chest of drawers that's in my closet that my mother still never understood why I had it in there. And anyway, so she always thought it should be out here. But anyway, I don't know if I ever told you that or not. Oh, she told me and I went, hmm, we're keeping it in the closet. Hmm, that just doesn't sound like you. No, I think I just got tired of the fact that I couldn't, it was a big getting a pile bigger and bigger and I couldn't find t-shirts I'd want to wear. And when I would grab something, it would all fall on the floor. Then if it fall on the floor, it might get confused with other things that were dirty. And, um, so what was the, what did you do? What did I say? And how did you react to what I said? I supposed to remember all this. And then what did I say? And then what look did you give me? And how did I look back at you? I'm just kidding. That's how girls talk. But like, you brought everything out onto the bed. And what was my reaction? Is that is that where that's going to stay? Is that is that where that goes? Is is that really? Are you done? Are, is, so is that so you're, you're throwing all those away? All those are going to be donated? All those clothes on top of the bed are going to be donated? I was like, my goodness. So. You know, I'm, I'm tired. I've had a lot going on. Um, so that was, and so I think I probably rolled my eyes or I might've sulked a little bit and walked off and pouted. And I mean, I can't remember. Did I bring up that 
I'm one of the world's leading decluttering yeah, experts. About every, about every 15 minutes. So. <laughs> and did that seem to um, make you want to do everything my way? That totally inspired me. <laughs> it did not. I know. I know it didn't. So I just. So you resisted. I resisted a little, but I eventually came back the next. My my point is that nobody likes to be told what to do, even when their wife has a podcast and has written books on it. Like, and it's fine. It all, you did it your way. And did you get rid of anything? I donated some of those upward coaches shirts. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> he's giving me looks because I gave him a look. Anyway, I, I mean, the reality is nobody likes you to go, mm, that's not the way to do I mean, however people want to declutter, if they're trying to declutter, let them declutter. I mean, you were happier with your space. Now, it is your own closet. I had somebody on a YouTube video go, well, where's your husband's stuff? Because we know that y'all share a closet. I'm like, actually, you don't know anything, lady, because we have separate closets and people are people on YouTube. Anyway, um, but... Like nobody likes to be told what to do. It's much easier when I think we've had similar situations where we've worked on decluttering something and you approached it as, hey, can we declutter this? And then you're much more open to my questions that I have, you know, my way of leading you through it. But when you just decided on your own and you pulled all those shirts out, yes, I was snarky about it because that's just who I am. But you did it your way and that was fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not helpful for me to criticize. I was joking. I know. I know. And really, you don't know this. When you walked away, I was just laughing and laughing because I thought <laughs> she is so funny. Um, so maybe you didn't see you. Maybe you didn't see that. But yeah. And, and, and But at the same time, it would have been real easy to have just pulled all that out, laid on top of the bed. And then, which I did just for the night because I fixed it the next day. But then. Where did you sleep if you left it on the bed? Well, I left it on the bed, but then I put it on the floor and a little nice little. You did? How did I miss that? Because otherwise it is perfect in here. <laughs> it's not still on the floor, is it? I'm looking around. No. No, I got it the next day. Yeah. But it would have been easy to have just done that. I mean, yes. Oh, my goodness. That would so. Stick out like a sore thumb in here. Oh, my word. We wouldn't. I get that. But we did that. But at the same time, though, I needed to be reminded we can't just bring something out and have another stack of clothes and pile of clothes out here. So at the same time, you know, a little gentle reminder about don't let this happen because that's when more issues happen when you've just got all this stuff on the floor when really, okay, so what are we going to do with it now? Let's, what's the plan? Uh, are there some things to donate? Uh, where are you going to, what, I don't know. There, it's There's got to be a plan. There's got to be a purpose where, where these things go. And I mean, I, what I'm saying is you did it your way. You made progress. We balanced it out and maybe, you know, it would have still been, still been on the floor if I hadn't, you know, encouraged you so nicely and funnily. Right. Okay, next question. Um, do you feel like we have arrived? Like, if one of those TV shows came in to renovate your house, you wouldn't be embarrassed because you've arrived at the place of normal people clean. 
Okay, I'm going to let you answer, and then I'm going to answer, okay? I definitely don't think we have arrived, but that's also hard to answer, I think, on anything in life that uh, that almost sounds like, that almost sounds a little cocky, arrogant that we have arrived. So, so I would say no, just because I think I approach most everything in life that way, that it can always be better. It could always, there's always room for improvement. So I'm going to say no, we haven't arrived. And really, we, we do have... Um, we do still continue to have issues um, with things just not being put away. Things pile up. It it is probably our probably our master bedroom is one of the the, the tougher things. Um, when I when I see of my daughter, there's hope at her room, um, but definitely definitely not arrived. But that again, that's okay because improvement. Um, what you can live with and what makes you, that sounds not the right, but what, what your family, what gives your family peace and what gives your family happiness and what you all can manage and you're comfortable with and you're not embarrassed because I'm not embarrassed at all about any, any of that. Cause like I said, we can have random people drop by and actually walk in the house. Uh, yeah, not, not, we wouldn't be able to do that once we put our German shepherd up, but um, yeah. So, what, I don't know if you could hear me, but we didn't used to be able to do that. Now, now we can. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not, it's, it's not near what it used to be. And uh, again, we'll, we'll keep a door closed when we need to. And, and people, um, people know our good friends know that that's just uh that's, they act like they're going to walk in here or they're going to walk in another room that's closed just to mess with us. So. Well, and I think, I think on stuff like this, you need to, he just burped. <laughs> but I think on stuff like this, you have to remember that the people you see on TV frantically cleaned their house before, you know, like any of these renovation shows. Yes, there are people. There are people in the world who wake up and it is part of what they enjoy doing to go around making sure that everything looks perfect and beautiful. I am never going to be that person. And yet... If that was to happen, which that's also not something we really are looking to happen, you know, it sounds like a big hassle to me, but, but let's say that something was going to happen, you know, somebody, something was going to have to be filmed at my house or whatever. It would be like, okay, all right. You know, but I would feel like it could be tackled. Like I, I could get it there in minimal amount of time, you know, as opposed to before it would have been. I need two weeks notice just to have the living room, the dining room and the kitchen ready. We're two weeks notice now. Oh, this place could be perfect. You know, if I had that kind of fire lit under me for two weeks, y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experience 
experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, so this is a question that is something I would normally talk about, but I'm going to let you give the advice here. Um, I read it and you said you'd be willing to answer it. Okay, so this is somebody... <laughs> um, asking a question about their basement and, you know, their husband sees it one way and they see it another. So although, so here's the question, although we have a basement with ample storage space, how do I convince my husband that even though we have the space, we don't need to keep all the stuff that's in there when we need something, we can't find it. So what's the point in having it? My goal is to pare down to the point of being able to find something quickly when we want it. Okay. So what's your advice that you would give here? I have advice that if you're wrong, I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I'll, I'll fill in if I feel like I need to. But what would your be your advice in somebody in this situation? Well, it must be nice to have that that basement to store things. And Thank you. Like I dream of a basement. So I get it. You've got the room and it's nice. And, you know, there's n- nothing wrong with having those those things and having room for those things. But I guess I just... I don't know. It just it seems like it simplifies life. Um, and also, I don't, I don't know the, the things I feel like the things that over the years we've decided to clutter and the, the things we've decided to keep hold more value than, than they used to. Um, things just begin to lose value. Things begin to, I don't know. I think it's maybe like a, a, a mental state of just keeping things and not wanting to get, and I think there's, there could be some parallels to real life of letting things go of, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think there's gotta be things in life. You've got to let go and you've got to get rid of. And, and again, maybe I'm going a little too deep there, but I think there's some, there's some exercises with even material things that there are some things you, you need to let go. And just cause you have the room doesn't necessarily mean you have to take up that room. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're making a lot of sense. I, I think, I think what you're saying is what she's saying. It, it's hard to use a space, but because there's so much excess stuff in there, because technically there is space for it to go, but as stuff that you don't actually really, really need leaves, it makes the other stuff have more value because you can get to it. You can see it. You can use it more easily. You know, my advice in this situation would be to make sure that you've already gone down there and started throwing away trash and started getting the easy stuff and the duh clutter that's yours to make decisions about first so that he can start to see, oh, this space 
looks better, is more usable. I can see the things that I was excited about down here, but then they've been under a pile or whatever for years. So he starts to see how it's usable. But how, like, how would you advise that she talk to her husband about this? I mean, what, what, what should she do? Cause I'm assuming that she's the one listening and not, not him. So how could in a similar situation I approach you? And honestly, this makes me think about your dad a little bit, you know, I was thinking about my dad because was at one time he had thrown away so much of my mom's stuff, clothes and shoes and pots and pans and things. And, but he had not even looked at his stuff. Like it was completely blind to the things of his, but, but all her stuff needed to go. I, I don't, I don't get that. I don't quite understand that, but, but I think it was, just- I think that's more normal than not though, is to see the other people's stuff as clutter. Well, I think what you said maybe is again, she starts with her own stuff and I don't know, even, even I, I think a visual example of a, I don't know, a trash bag or a box of here's all the things that I'm that I'm, I'm getting rid of. I, I don't look, look at this. I don't know. I mean, cause we've, we've done some things. We've done a lot of these things where we'd go through and say, how, how often do you, I mean, obviously if it's something sentimental, I mean, it's not like we just throw things, but there's some things that are like, why do I still have this? It really, it's not even sentimental. It's, oh, I don't know. So I think again, leading, unfortunately leading by example of this is why I'm getting rid of these things. Um, and being that example of here's everything I'm getting rid of, uh, or at least just ask, Start small. Can you at least get, yeah, at least get rid of the trash, get rid of the things that have no value at all to you. I mean, I, I do think, you know me, I do have a lot of sentimental kind of kind of items that, that I do keep because they're just sentimental. Um, but, and then some things I think are, are valuable and some things I just have an interest and in I like. So, but I, I, I guess just start, start by exam, start, start by being an example of getting rid of, of things and, maybe show this is why I'm getting rid of this. Do you have anything like this that da, 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 that, that, that you could explain if they do it? And again, start, start small. And, and again, I, I hate that, but when you've, but also that when you've got, and I have no idea how this would even work, but when we, when we, when we have things, it doesn't mean that we always just need to use it. I also think if you've got room, who knows what, how that space may be used in the future for them. I don't, they, they may have to, who knows? Maybe they may have to store some items for someone else. Maybe somebody else has in a has a home situation and they don't have a place to store items. Hey, I've got this huge basement. Maybe it would keep them from having to purchase a storage room uh, and save them some money for month. Hey, you can keep in our basement till you get settled. I don't know. I think those are things like that that we um, that is is there some way also that you could help somebody else with what you have your room your storage and maybe not. But there's always that possibility that. You know, maybe somebody else could use this temporarily. I don't know. No, I, I think I think we've experienced that as we got the clutter out. It's like we could use our home. We could be more generous with our home. We could host things in it. Obviously not in the last year or so. But I mean, we could host stuff. We could. Um, I can remember when your sister moved or something and they were staying, they were having a house built and staying in their trailer. And they like gave us like a couple of different furniture pieces that we, we had room in our garage for those things to actually sit in there, which was a big deal for us because we used to not have that space. So, but I think what I'm also hearing you say is that 
sometimes you don't understand the power of having more freedom from not having stuff until you don't have stuff. Like you start to view your house differently. The other thing too, little tip on that too, is to work on your own stuff, your trash, your easy stuff, your duh clutter, anything that's yours. And then also the consolidating step of the container concept step number five is very revealing. So even if you just did consolidating, like with his dad, he had so many clamps, like so many clamps. So putting thing, putting like things together, so you're not actually getting rid of anything, but so many times that will help, can't guarantee it, but it will help trigger, oh, I didn't realize I had, you know, 15 of this one item that I always thought looked useful. And so I picked it up wherever I found it or whatever. All right. I think that's it. I mean, the last question was, how do you help keep the house deslobified? Which we've kind of answered. But do you have anything else that you want to say to people that you you have another thing coming? Just know it. it's not something to beat someone over the head with. And that's that goes both ways. Either someone that doesn't care or somebody that really does care. Um, it, it doesn't need to be something that causes a lot of drama and stress in your family or in your marriage or in your life. Uh, you need to work together on it, obviously, but I, I hate that if, that if that causes that kind of thing. I think my biggest thing is the fact that, you know, I think one of my, I try to keep things in perspective when you're, when you're not around, I do get a little frustrated when the cabinet doors aren't closed all the way uh, or uh, when there's not a path in the garage to get to the deep freeze because some things were put out there. So now I have to move them, rearrange them. You don't see all that, but it's not worth um, hard feelings and hurt feelings and stress, um, make it work, give and take a little bit. Progress is much better than arriving as long as you make some progress and people can work together on it. I hope that, that, hope that sounds okay. So I think that sounds great. I do. I appreciate you being willing to come on and do the 300th, 300. That's crazy. Would it ever have occurred to you that I would be able to talk for that long. No, I mean, this is so not like you. So <laughs> my goodness, this is crazy. What am I supposed to say? I never had any doubts. No, you're, you're, you're good at this. You're natural. You're nice. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. We sure had fun. I mean, I'm saying that right now, even though I'm recording this outro before we've actually recorded the podcast, but I'm just going to assume we had fun or maybe we cried. Who knows? Anyway, y'all know better than I do how it all went. I hope it went well. <laughs> anyway, um, just a reminder to go sign up for your free pass at Get Organized HQ so that you get the reminder and you don't miss um, the free version of my session um, on mindset and decluttering and changing how you think about organizing to let you make actual progress in your home. Anyway, that's what my session is about on Get Organized HQ. That's on September 13th, but you can sign up for your free pass right now. Um, just go to aslobcomesclean.com slash HQ. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week.